I'm Leon. I'm Tegan. I'm Ellie. And welcome to Good Time. Not a long time. A weekly comedy podcast where we vant, do random quizzes, discuss the latest news and give out questionable advice. But first, here's the rundown. This week, Tegan turns into a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. Ellie's balls drop. Six. And I say gammon. 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 Now, without wasting any time, let's get straight into the podcast. Well done. I'm manifesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm manifesting. What's his face? Harvey Price. What, what, a, day. what a day. What a day. What oh, a week. Oh, my word. What a week it has been. Tegan, you've been on the verge in your job. I'm on I've been the on the edge. verge in my job. Ellie's just been on the sidelines vibing. <laughs> so I had some very interesting conversations with some uh, <laughs> colleagues and stuff this week just to discuss, you know, steps forward and basically loads of, loads of things have happened loads of things have boiled down over the past few months where i've just been really aggy i've been really annoyed i've just been really stressed about the situation and it really hit the nail on the head yesterday not yesterday it was two days ago on thursday when i got a phone call from a manager saying that i hadn't done any work all week and honestly i was completely baffled i was like have you have you seen my schedule have you seen the deadlines that i've been given in fact i was given a day to create a full presentation that i need to present in front of like you know all the engineers in the northwest i was given a day and i wasn't allowed to do that during the work day because technically it's not classed as work related stuff even though it's for my project but i have to do that in my own time so i had to spend all night doing that presentation in one day so i have not stressed that much this week just for you to turn around and say oh you've not done any work this week <laughs> because let me tell i have i have done work it's because again i've been kept out the loop of things so i had some very interesting conversations this week about you know what i expect how i've been let down uh the future my future plans or whatever and all i'm gonna say is tegan i'm actually really annoyed that i didn't take up your job offer i think it probably is possibly still going you know job offer leon can't work in childcare. no it's not yeah, it's, it's not, not child care it's oh thank god for that. it's a different one it's and tegan mentioned it to me like a, a few months ago and i went i'll double check on i probably won't know till tuesday but i'll let you know this could be my way out this could be it <laughs> Although working in the same environment as Tegan, that's gonna that's gonna end up maybe well. a bit chaotic. <laughs> when, we, when, when we have it, when we have like glitter fights and stuff, I'll be there. I just want you to all know that I am some Edward Cullen looking bitch right now. Like, <laughs> no, I'm Alice. Is that the, the Alice is the one that like sees the future in it? I'm Alice. I remember watching the. I think it was the final Twilight episode where she imagined everything. Episode film film oh, film. God, Jesus where, Christ. I think it's the one you're talking about, but one of the vampires imagined everything. Yellow, yellow eyes. I think so. Yeah, yeah, it's Alice. I can't I remember. But yeah, I remember watching that and the ending, it really disappointed me because I was like, that is just as bad as somebody waking up and going, oh, and it was all a dream. No, I don't think she does. No. There's two parts of the last book. Do you know where she wakes up? No, you're on about Bella when she wakes up and the baby's just been born. No, I'm talking about... Are you on about where she's like, she imagines the fight scene? There's Yeah, there's a massive fight. It's epic. It's everything, you know, vampire yeah. blood is spewing out everywhere people are crying people are dying well they probably weren't crying but it all happens and you're like oh wow this is amazing and then you realize that oh no this girl has just saw the future or seen the future oh, and then yeah. she went ah, no let's let, let's let's bail out guys we don't win this one and then that was it that was the end what a depressing and crap ending that was oh what a day <laughs> <laughs> what a day <laughs> 
Do you want to talk about anything that's gone on in your work, Tegan? I've, I've heard there's been quite interesting recently. You even had the Chester post on Twitter, which, you know. Shh, no, I didn't. <laughs> Is it deleted now? No, it's still there. I hope, let's not say his name, but I'll just call him JJ. I hope that billionaire, who is like the investor of these businesses, comes down to the nursery, which was meant to on Friday when, yes, we were having a glitter fight. I hope he does come down and he starts asking me, why has this not been to Tegan? I'll go, because you're shit. Thank you. <laughs> because you keep buying nurseries left, right and centre, Bessie. You're not even fixing the ones we've got. We've got about four members of staff. It's like 65 million kids. What the fuck? And you, you and then you've got you've got other nurseries phones up saying, you got any spare staff? No, we need spare staff. Thank you. <laughs> Oh. It's a crisis. And then they want. It's a full-blown crisis over here. Displays being done. I am sorry, but I I am just trying to say I am I am just about getting these making sure these children are actually being looked after. You know, having activities. Give me a break. I don't give a fuck what you want. Let's be honest. You're not going to be given a break. It's a weird. It's a weird setup anyway, right? This other woman who's also involved in that. She's own, she owns them, but he is the investor. I don't get it. Anyway, I really want them both for just one day. Just one day to come down and just be a normal person like it's not the big owner just treat her as a normal practitioner she wouldn't get anything done mate I'm telling you now she'd sit there and go what the fuck and I'd go yeah this is this is my day go, now go and do your paperwork oh wait we're not in ratio for going to do your paperwork fuck do it in the room oh every child wants to fucking annoy you oh <laughs> This has Ooh. been a full week of just like pent no, up anger. Honestly, mm-hmm. like, the children don't annoy me, but when you're trying to do paperwork, you, you just can't do it in the room, but I, there's no other option. And I have got um, till Tuesday to do all of my children's learning journals, which they're like big booklets. Learning journals are big, thick ass books. Um, <laughs> what was that? Yeah, and I, I've got till Tuesday to do like 20 of them, I think. Because I've somehow been roped into helping Elaine do hers as well. So I've got like 20 to do. Oh. Here's my biggest problem, right? So obviously we've had some new children since this new company has taken over, right? And yes, they should be on the learning journals. But we never had learning journals under the old company. We just had all about me's, right? Now, they all have all about me's. Like, it's not like anyone's missing them. So why in the learning journal does it say settling in, in week one where like your parents meant to make a comment and you're meant to make a comment? We've got children who have been there since they were like four months old. Why am I now going to their parent going, so I know you've been here for like four years, but can you just, um, can we just do a settling in session? How how she thinks she's settling into the nursery? It makes no fucking sense. Why would I do that? (laughs) That, No, no. Like, there's, there's no point. It is pointless, to be quite honest. Yeah, the paperwork situation at your work is just absolutely mad. It seems like you have to fill out paperwork for anything. Oh, you're breathing, yeah. you're filling out paperwork. We wanted to get balloons yeah. out once a few <laughs> weeks back, and they were like, mm, we're going to have to risk assess it. It's a fucking balloon. Risk assess a balloon. <laughs> the whole point of the new EYFS was to reduce the amount of paperwork so you could actually spend time with your children and actually do activities with them. And, you know, because if you're doing paperwork all the time, you're not, your children aren't progressing to the best that they could because you're not with them all the time. This company, we, I've never seen so much paperwork in my life in a nursery. Like, I don't understand. Mate, I can't even begin. So we have CCTV, right? So to me, a room signing in and out sheet is pointless because everyone can see whether you're in the room or not at the time if something happens, right? We've got to do that. You have to do your daily meal numbers, which most nurseries do, but we have to do that. I normally thought the, kick, the cook did that when I was on placement. We have to do every hour, right, a head 
check of how many children are in, right? Now, I have no problem with that. I see the point. Now, we used to write on a whiteboard and then as soon as somebody left the room, like a child, or went home, you change it so then it was accurate, right? At that moment, you knew how many children were in that room or should have been, right? Now, it's every hour, which no one ever remembers and you end up doing, you end up having to backdate it because n- there's nothing that reminds you to do it because you're only busy, you know? I've got one child climbing on something. I've got another child, it's punching another child. I've got another child back. Do you know what I mean? There's like seven other things that I need to do and I don't remember, oh, it's 10 o'clock, I need to do my head check. That never happens unless it's quiet. I don't don't get it i don't get it also this is a fire and i take out the register because it's kept on the register and i see oh i should have 10 kids but in that hour say at half past 10 i lost a child and i forgot that child went home oh fuck i'm gonna be looking for a child that doesn't even exist it's gone home so oh, i can't cope with it i, I can't just like cope. To- so we're a bit stressed it seems and then then we got this really good member of staff who like 10 out of 10 adore she's leaving because she doesn't like the company she says the morals are completely fucked and i'm like yes this is to the owners who want us to get to 70 percent capacity right i've got some beef with you because tell me why every nurse that like obviously i said they asked for staff and sometimes we can spare like a member of staff whatever and there's another member of staff who comes to help us every now and then every other nurse has about four children mate four children that's not profitable but anyway she wants everyone to be at 70 capacity now there's a whole way of working it out because a funded child criminal for a funded place you only get four pounds something an hour which doesn't even pay an apprentice's wage so they don't count as like a full it's an lft number or something i think something like that right now please keep in mind where we live is um a poorer area nobody can pay 50 pound a day for their child to come to nursery that means we're gonna have to buy about 10 million kids for 70 percent capacity which means we're gonna be need a fuck ton of staff or a fuck ton of time which you can't create more time i'm sorry if i could i would it's just a bit of a nightmare to be honest if you want everyone to be on the paying system don't buy a nursery in the middle of where we live just don't buy it in some rich area go to london buy one in london there you go you'll get 50 quid a day easier see you later what the fuck do on you the want the bright side though You've been promoted to third in oh, charge. Oh, no, we can't say that yet. It's not for definite. Oh, Elaine's phone in there. <laughs> oh, Elaine, I'll phone you back. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just doing Hold pop, on, pop, right, pop I just, I'd just quickly like to add in. I was looking at the changes for EYFS and it says why the changes have been made. <laughs> the changes for EYFS have been made to reduce the workload so you can spend more time with the children in the room. I just told you that, oh. right? Yeah. I went on all the training, right? So Ellie, Ellie will know this because she works in childcare, right? Most nurseries, when we were doing placement stuff, you would have a basic rule of like, so you need to do two observations a week at least on a child, right? Yes. Yes. Right? Now, and I completely fucking agree with this, when we were under the old order, we got put on some training for the new EYFS. And it said, if you've got a child who say, so you, development matters, which is what we used to track, it doesn't count and you don't have to use that anymore. It's your choice, right? I was setting and choosing to use that. But anyway, unless it's an SEN child, then they say yes, because that'll track roughly how far behind they are or how far ahead they are type thing. But they're now saying an observation shouldn't be done just because you've got to get an observation done. It should be done because it's worthwhile for the child. So say I've got a child who every day, they just come in and they cry and they cry and they cry and they're really struggling with the transition and then one day right they come in and they don't cry that's an observation that's a worthwhile observation that that's that's improving their psed right you shouldn't just be writing an observation for an observation's sake and i agree what is the point there'd be times right last year i'd be like my child everything that it has done it can already do now yes you could say i'm not challenging that child but there was problems back then okay although i missed those problems they were fucking easy this is the problem i could smack me against the wall i'd like i can't even deal with how much paperwork there is i bet you the amount of paperwork or the amount of time that you're spending on paperwork could be more valuable time towards actually taking well, care no, of kids. Well, because this is my point, right? So obviously every room has to have a routine and like we had a routine and then I sat down and went, 
So we have half an hour a day, right, depending to like basically get your observations done. Now, if they're in detail and they're actually a worthwhile observation, you're going to need more than that to write it in detail and fully like, do you know what I mean? You're going to need a lot of time. I have nine key children. That's if I say we do two a week, that's like 18 observations. Oh, that's a lot. Like madness. Maybe now that you're third in charge, I might not be. You'll be able to have some sort of say, but you know, you bought into that system. Well, do you know what? Honestly, the the, um, area managers come in Tuesday evening. Fucking got to stay after work. I don't want to stay. Let me live. What? Yeah, we have to have meetings after work. What? Do you get paid extra for it? That is the question. You meant to get it back in time back, but you can never get time back. So that's another, that's another story. Oh anyway, if she even says to me, if I've not done my learning journals and she's why I'll go, I'll just look at it in the face of me and go, do you know what? Here's me notice. I'd immediate effect, mate. Because no. She says this. I won't. No, but I will look at yeah. her and go, I'm not trying to be funny. <laughs> Area manager, listen to me, bestie. I am doing my best. Also, the way that we do observations now is back to paper. We used to do them on iPads. Paper? Yeah, I know. Ex- exactly, mate. Ex- like, doing an observation in the room with an iPad is very simple because you just type it very quick. But no, now we have to do it on paper. But now the way you write and link things is really stressing me out. Like, I can't cope with it. It's really stressing me out because no one knows what to do. So we've basically all wrote observations and not even linked them to anything because we're like, we don't know how to do it. Um, so we've got to wait till Tuesday so we're all gonna get bollocks on Tuesday anyway let's just fucking live with it I don't give a fuck I'll fucking throw glitter on her <laughs> see how she fucking likes it oh is that Actually, a threat she, she, oh. didn't, she didn't give all the, the glitter thing she didn't get it but I, I will I'll curse her one of the things that was brought up to me when I was going through like my week of stress uh, when I was speaking to other people it was I brought up the fact that essentially now what I'm doing is I'm working basically for money because the money that I earn is great. It's fantastic. It's very comfortable. I should not be on the wage that I'm on at the age of 19. And I'm always proud of the fact that I am. However, it has got to the point that because I'm not enjoying myself and because I'm not enjoying the course either, it's, it's I'm literally like, oh, but I'm just working for money. And when I was speaking to like my course manager about it and like family about it, they were like, yeah, but you know, loads of people do that. Loads of people work for money. I was like, yeah, but I don't want to be one of those people. I want more from a working life. If it's going to take up a majority of my time I want to actually enjoy myself if I'm gonna have to work until I'm like about 65 years old and then only have a few years off of like a free time for myself before... 65 is boldly on we're looking we're looking about 78 to yours Ex- exactly like up until that, if I'm gonna be working up to that age I want to make sure that I am doing something that I enjoy so this whole mindset of oh yeah but you're earning a good wage or oh everybody works for the money it's like, yeah, but I don't want to. Call me an anomaly, but that's not something that I want to no, achieve. No, I agree. See, that like, I'll have my work off, but I like the good thing is even like the girl who's just left has just said that we're all like a really good, real group of girls. And like you walk into some nurses and it's just a bitchy environment. We do just get on. It's just one of those things where you just have to think, what is it do you actually want to achieve? You want satisfaction. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, oh. What is that noise? <laughs> oh, I don't... What's that noise? <laughs> Fucking crickets. <laughs> oh, I know what noise that is. It is the fact of the week. Ooh. <laughs> Let's spin the roulette wheel and see what fact we get. <laughs> oh, it seems like this week, the fuller the fridge, the more energy efficient it is. There you go, everybody. That was the fact of the week. Now it's time to move on to Ellie's segment, mm. Nerd Off. Let's go, babies. <laughs> okay, babies, you know the drill. It's 10 questions. This week, it's 
20 points. This week's theme, because we're still rolling on the high, that is everybody's talking about Jamie. Oh. I don't know anything about everybody's talking about Jamie. <laughs> you wait, you are. I'm not an expert. I am not an expert compared have... to like Tegan and yourself. You don't have to be an expert, Leon. Should we do an Uno reverse card here? And right, let's let me uh, let me do the nerd off. Besties, because <laughs> I, I don't know. Besties, I've got the answers. <laughs> I can't do the nerd off, can I? I know oh. the I know the answers. I'm going to be losing again this week, but Calm you know down. it's fine. It's fine. It's just I'm on he's... a losing streak this week anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, first question. Where was the musical set? Tegan. Uh, Sheffield. Yeah. Can I win myself a bonus point if I actually say this? I'll, I'll, I'll decide afterwards. Go on, go on, tell me, tell me. So actually though, the, about the real Jamie, it is actually not set in Sheffield. The reason the, the um, it's set in Durham, I think. It, he was actually from Durham. The reason the musical is set in, set in Sheffield is because that's where the opening night was. What? Yeah, I okay. am going to... Tegan gets an I'm going to get absolutely destroyed. <laughs> 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 Second question. What is Jamie's dad called? Oh, fuck, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> prick. Leon. Prick. Phil? No. Begins with a W. Leon. Oh, yeah, go on. Oh, uh, it begins with a W? Yeah. Uh, wanker. <laughs> Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. Um, I'm going to say William. No, it's five letters. Leon. Wayne. Yeah. Oh, oh. my, yes. <laughs> well Look done. at that. Well done, bestie. Well done. Bear with it. I'm, I'm, I'm writing down the points this week so we know who's got more. <laughs> okay. Good, good. <laughs> what does Jamie's psychometric test predict he will be? Leon. Oh, it yeah. depends. Forklift driver. Yeah, yeah. In the Nuh-uh. musical, yeah. But in the film, it's different. So yeah, but is, uh, what came first? What came first? All right, yeah, the musical. The musical film. or the film. All right. Might I say as well, I saw the snippet of the film. Awful. It cut out so much stuff. It even cut, it even cut out the teacher's rap in, um, what's its face? Right. Everybody's uh, talking about Jamie. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, it cut out the teacher's rap and everything. Yeah, but I think the film's meant to be more accurate to Jamie Campbell's life. Yeah. Based on like everything that I've seen and the fact that the local Chanel song isn't in it, I'm going to say that the musical is just 10 times better in every single way possible. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, I agree. Well, the film was very good too. I think the film only got a five out of ten on something. All right, I rate it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one's worth <laughs> three points. When did the documentary about Jamie Campbell air? You get a point for the channel, a point for the date and the year, and the third point is for what time? Tegan. It was BBC Three. Yeah, it would have been about nine p.m. I reckon. Yeah, shit the bed, yeah. Um, and I just, because that's what time most of them were on, like, it's like 9pm. And I reckon it was 2012, 2013. No, wrong oh, year. Fuck. Leon. 2010. No. Oh! Tegan. It was 2011, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know, I don't oh, know wait. the date, though. This girl spends way too much time watching British television, it seems. BBC Three, 20th of July. Get alive. 2011, 9pm. Well done, Tegan. Get alive. Shit, shit the bed. <laughs> Sorry, I don't, I don't talk to haters, so if you hear someone heckling, fuck him. <laughs> okay, another three points for this one. Name the three drag queens that befriend Jamie at Legs 11. Oh, fuck, I don't even know. Uh, oh, it can't be Loco Chanel, because... No. It's the only one I know. Yeah, no, I don't know. The, the others are just kind of there. you got Sandra Bollock. Oh, I do know. I do know Sandra Bollock. Le- is it Lanky Vagina Virgin? Lanky, Vir- Lanky Virgin. Lanky Virgin. And Trey Sophisticate. Yeah, I only knew, I knew Sandra Bollock. That's it. Okay, question number six. Halfway there. What is the toy that's in Pretty's room? Tegan. Is it the Buzz Lightyear Teddy? Yeah! Oh! Yeah. Name all five songs that were cut from the movie. Leon. 
Loco Chanel. Right, yeah. so our five go. Tegan. Limited edition prom night special. Yep. That was cut. Yeah. Oh, what an absolute crap fest. Oh, I can't think of the names, but I know. Give me, give me a minute. Was Spotlight cut? No, 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 Spotlight's still there. Um, it, uh, be, 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 um, was Over the Top cut? No, Over the Top didn't in oh. there. There's one that the mum sings. I didn't like it in the musical, but now I've listened to it, I kind of love it. It's the one with the dancing that Leon didn't like. Oh, did he cut if I met myself again? Yeah. No, they didn't. I'm sure she sings it on the no, hill. No, I don't think so. I still love in the comp- in the contemporary dancing. I fully turned to Ali and I said, "I don't like this. <laughs> this is the worst type of dancing in the world." <laughs> Completely forgetting the fact that Ellie's just <laughs> Ellie's a dancer. <laughs> Ellie's a dancer. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, right. Not everyone's cup of tea. My man, your boy was cut, wasn't it? No, oh my god, no, that was still in. Jesus, no. Oh wait, no, because no. he's my oh, boy no. was there, no. but I'm sure. No, that was still in. Prom song was cut. Yeah. Um, the um, out of the darkness when it cut was that cut? No, it's the one that Jamie sings after he's been to his dad. It's a very forget. I say forgettable. Oh, ugly in this ugly world. Yeah. The fin- the finale was cut as well, wasn't it? Yes, so that's it was. That story. Next question. That was a biased question because I get I've not watched the film. <laughs> what is the longest song in the musical that Jamie is featured in? I'll give you two points if you can give me the name and the time. Leon. I'm just going to say everybody's talking about Jamie. Which, which, right. Hold on, bestie, because you got the first song and then you got the one where they're all afterwards, they're all like, hey, you should have seen what? it. You should have been you there. You should have been there. The you first won't song. believe the shit you saw that went down in there. Uh, I, 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 oh, I don't know. The, 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 the. Go on, decide, decide. The first one. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the first one. Yes! Leon, I gave you that because I did know the answer. What about the time, though? Three minutes, 50 seconds. Nope. Tegan. Four minutes, 30. I'm going to give that to Tegan. It's four minutes and 29 seconds. <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> that was a pure guess. <laughs> this is the finish the line. Te- I think Tegan's going to know this. <laughs> right? Of course. Go of on. course you will. <laughs> A boy in a dress is something to be laughed at. A drag, queen, drag queen is... is something to be feared. And I am a drag queen. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Right, yes, you are. Yeah. Superstar, 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 superstar. Oh, you're the shiz, you're the shiz, you're the shiz, yeah. I also knew that, but <laughs> obviously I didn't have enough time to buzz in. Because <laughs> the girl was already saying it. <laughs> Leon's biased. <laughs> I just feel personally attacked in this quiz today. I don't expect... This is the last question. I don't expect anyone to know a lot of these, but how many students were there in Jamie's class? And you get extra points if you can name any of the character right, names. Right, give me, give, me, give me a minute. Right, I'm just going to... Let me just think about the stage. Leon. I am going to guess that there were 12 students. Yeah. Oh! <gasps> and I was just about one to say of, that. One of them, the only one that I know, pretty. Yeah. Right, okay, so then, wait, I've got... Becca's one. Yeah. Um. What's he called? Um. Dean. Yeah. Lovely Dean. It's not lovely, is it? No. 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 The actor. <laughs> that's like. Oh. George Sampson. Is Beck's one? Yeah. This girl has spent way too much time. No, there's no Becca and Bex because at the beginning, uh, the teacher's like, Becca, Bex. Mm. I don't know the rest of them, sorry. Becca, Bex, Sid, Daniel, Dean, Fatima. And you got Jamie as well. Levi, Mickey, Pretty, Saheed, yeah. Melody and Vicky. Well, <laughs> let's reveal how much I got destroyed in this okay. quiz. Leon, you got a whopping six. Oh, I don't know what happened to my voice then. <laughs> Ellie's balls just dropped. <laughs> that <laughs> that just sums up my score essentially. Just completely messed up and terrible in every single way. And Tegan scored 
15. Yes, bestie. Wow. Well, you know what? I'm glad that I got six in this shark tank. <laughs> I'm just being eaten up. All right. Well, next. Don't want to give you it. Right. Next week's quiz is something you both know or should know. It's a TV show. I think I know what it is. Once upon a time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. Yes. So perk up, your, perk up your knowledge because some of them I'm like, oh, I don't really. I was I was considering having a rewatch anyway. Time to go. Oh, and I was not planning on having a rewatch. So next week is gonna. Be- this week's going to be interesting again. But anyway, that's the insight for next week. And Ooh. now it's time to move on to In What World? In This World. This week's top stories, Ofcom polices the words gammon and snowflakes, Brussels tries to ban Apple phone chargers, and when will the next Pompeii eruption occur? I'm Leon, and this is In What World? Our first story, Ofcom polices the use of political language such as gammon and snowflakes. I thought you said gammon. Gammon, it's gammon. Gammon, 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 gammon. Right. Um, <laughs> right. So the latest Ofcom report, public attitudes towards offensive language on TV and radio, has attempted to reflect this tendency by, for the first time, canvassing audiences about and categorising a set of political references that may potentially offend. And these words include boomer, gammon, Ramona, snowflake, libtard, and turf. Purpose of this, according to Adam Baxter, Ofcom's director of standards and audience protection is to ensure that the regulator is setting and enforcing our rules effectively and there's one thing that i have to say about that okay boomer (laughs) (laughs) what do we think about the the the, the policing of these specific words well freedom of speech is calling someone a boomer really that offensive no no it's not and if you if you get upset by being called a boomer you are being a snowflake you are a snowflake and you are a boomer exactly the <laughs> irony of getting offended about being called a snowflake is you are just a snowflake aren't you oh my word he called me a thing that falls from the sky exactly i'm fragile but another thing that's you know been up in the air recently is using the word cavern so apparently using the term cavern or calling a woman cavern is deemed sexist <laughs> sorry sorry i shouldn't laugh at that <laughs> really <laughs> yeah a lot of people are saying that it's sexist behaviour because, you know, there's no male version of Karen. But there is. And also... There is. It's just a Karen, isn't it? Someone <laughs> tried to start one and I think we came up with, like, Darren or something like that. Uh, like that. Question. By any chance, the person who complained, were they a Karen? Probably. I did read an article from, like, a woman who wrote it and was like, you know, Karen is a really offensive, sexist term and I think we should stop using it because, you know, Karen is, you know, viewed as a woman who's very privileged and, you know, one who goes to the manager, but and but then she was like however karen is actually a very common name such as like tracy or whatever so i think we should stop using it as like a thing of privilege and it's just so sexist because the reason why she was offended by it is because you know a few aggressive men who she also discriminates against she was like men who majority were white and had beards it's like okay technically you're kind of contradicting yourself because you're saying you know they're sexist by using the term karen but then you're also embedding a stereotype saying everybody who's getting back to you or everybody's who responded negatively to her is a white man with a beard basically men on the internet they were being very sexist towards her and then they finished the sentence off with by cavern so yet the comments that they were saying to her they were you know sex 
sexist, but Karen isn't sexist. It's one of those like internet phrases, in my opinion. I agree. Here, here. People just need to stop getting offended by so many People like small stop being things. a snowflake. Yeah, stop being a snowflake. Stop being a boomer. Stop being a Karen, and the world would just be a better place, wouldn't it? Goodness me. But anyway, in other news, Brussels tries to ban Apple phone chargers. So the European Commission is on a collision course with Apple after announcing it will introduce a new law forcing all mobile phone companies to share a common charger. Now, the reason why they're doing this is so that they can reduce the amount of waste produced by chargers and having like one universal charger will stop that from happening because, you know, if you change your phone or whatever, it's still going to be the same charger, which I think is a good thing. But obviously, Apple, within their own little their own little world, they are heavily against this. They do not want to share a universal charger with anybody else. They want to have their own charger. And you know what I secretly think it is? I think it's because it might compromise their whole little AirPod thing mm. with the with the charging situation. Uh, I think I think that's why they have a they, they have a problem with it. But yeah, Brussels is basically trying to enforce it. Apple's not happy about it. But I think having a universal charger or phones that all have the same type of charger, I think would be really beneficial. And imagine going to a friend's house as well and saying, "Oh, yeah, have you got a charger?" And instead of them turning around and saying, "What phone have you got?" Instead, it's like, "Oh yeah, I've got a charger. Here it is. There you go. Done. Dusted." Oh no, actually, it wouldn't because you do have to give your charge to someone. Fuck that. <laughs> Okay, right. We see who the uh, who the selfish people are in the room. But they can have them like public places, like on buses or in libraries or in coffee shops. When you did exactly, like yeah, you could have chargers already in place in places, so you could go up to them, put it in the charger, done, dusted. I think it would be so beneficial. Yeah. It would be. Apple just needs to suck it in and realize that this is for the best. Yeah. In my opinion, it's the only innovative thing that they will possibly introduce because at the minute what innovative thing have they introduced in I know Apple? the iPhone 13 just come out and it's like an extra camera for me a phone is just about talking to people on social media watching YouTube videos browsing the internet that's, that's what I use a phone for I do not use a phone for professional photography if I want to do professional photography I would get a professional camera and I don't want a professional camera so I think that Apple needs to stop adding these fancy fancy cameras boosting up the price to like thousands and thousands of pounds for these crappy little phones which I'm calling crappy I'll still buy into them because I'm bought into the system but they just need to stop adding these additional things that we don't need just so they can bump up the price because I don't need a professional camera if I were to take a picture of something it will literally just be something on the Snapchat or it will just be like a quick minute thing I haven't actually taken a picture of myself in ages or of like the environment in ages without posting it on Snapchat so like everything goes on Snapchat yeah, nothing goes on one. the actual camera roll they just need to stop adding these additional cameras I do not want a phone to take professional pictures. Stop adding professional cameras onto the phones. Or oh, that's your latest innovation. Apple, just create a camera. Create an eye camera. That's my opinion on the other. That's my two cents. And that's my opinion. Our final news story for today. Everybody knows about the eruptions in Pompeii. Nope. It, okay. <laughs> this is coming from somebody who did history. Yeah, the pump. Yeah, Tegan happened like years ago. Okay, oh, no, well, I, I thought you meant now. Mount Vesuvius. <laughs> no, no. If honestly, if Pompeii erupted now, it would be catastrophe. But anyway, seventy nine so, AD. I'm gonna Google it. Seventy nine AD. Yes, it was seventy nine <gasps> AD. Okay, now, I, look at AD. Me. I think you think just because I did history that I know every single piece of history. I do not. I studied a very no. limited. Okay, topic. well you act like it. Look, you act like it. No, I act like I know what I know. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, so everybody knows about the eruptions of Pompeii. It was what it was a massive catastrophic event that happened in 79 AD in the city of Pompeii. To this day, I think we've uncovered 1,500 preserved bodies.
bodies already, but we have no idea exactly the total death toll. It could be anything from like 2,000, 3,000, 16,000, I think is like the highest that could have died. But the interesting thing about Pompeii is people most likely didn't die of the lava or whatever straight away. They actually died of the toxic gases in the air. Uh, by like suffocated from them. Some of them would have died from the from the things falling from the sky. I forgot what they're called. Some of them would have died from that, but a majority of them would have actually suffocated to death if they were near it. Which I think is quite interesting because you think you know major volcanic eruption, you die from the lava. No, you actually die from the suffocation of it. An eruption like that is called a Plinian eruption, and that's based on I think the guy who was the only surviving witness account. So he wrote like a diary about like the the events of Pompeii, or whatever. And also it killed people in new study finds in the space of 15 minutes that's not quick enough for me and then (laughs) 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 yeah so anyway these eruptions are called plinian eruptions now these eruptions occur every 2000 years now these 2000 years are approaching so the question begs oh this is exciting are we gonna die (laughs) when will be Jesus, don't take the wheel. <laughs> Scientists are saying that, or from what I've read, experts are saying that, you know, Pompeii could have upped any second. Oh, that's exciting. Right, that? but here's my point. What idiot decides to live next to a volcano? Like, if you, you could pay me all money in the world, I would say, yeah, no thanks. It's because vo- volcanic ash is really good for, like, producing crops and stuff. That's why people in Italy live near volcanoes, so they grow, like, really good grapes. So suicidal farmers are living next to volcanoes. That's right. Precisely. Precisely. <laughs> <laughs> But nowadays, we have the technology to be able to predict before a volcano erupts. But that's not all your fucking belongings ruined. Your house gone. That's true. Although, if Mount Vesuvius erupted in the same direction towards Pompeii, technically no one would die. Only a few tourists that would be there. Unless, you know... (laughs) Only a few would die. Don't worry about it. Well, no, we've got the technology now to basically predict when a volcano is going to erupt. So I'm sure that we'll be able to say, hey, don't go to Pompeii uh, this Friday because it's going to erupt. A a country I've never heard of. Got it. It's it's actually a city. City, sorry. (laughs) The country's Italy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I love that country, London. I love going to that country. Country roads take Take me me home. To the beautiful place I belong. belong. Okay, anyway, (laughs) I think it's our time to move on to Tegan's segment, Agony Ant. This section is basically just a problem that someone has either told me, I have found, whatever, I have sourced somehow, okay? Saucy! And I am just here to give you my answers of how I would deal with the situation, the problem, whatever else, okay? Take from that what you will, because my life is a shit show, so you know. But that's, it is. that's the funny part. The irony <laughs> is unmatched. So, this week, my friend is thinking of having an affair, right? So this is like, say, a scary thought, we're all in committed relationships, and say, Ellie comes to me and goes, I am going to go shag some random guy, and I'm like, okay, bestie. <laughs> now, that's exactly what would happen, because I would look at her in the face and go, all right, like, why? All right. All right, like, why? 
Now, no, genuinely, I don't know what I would do in that situation because it's not it's none of my fucking business. Do you know what I mean? I'd ask why. My advice then, not to take over the agony no, aunt section. No, no, I, I'm not finished yet. Oh, okay, okay. That's not just that's not just my advice. Oh, I don't know what I'd do. That's not that's obviously <laughs> not it. I wouldn't be surprised if it was to be no, honest. But I think genuinely, I would just be like, if what was that reason? I probably would respond with about fifty memes because honestly, also, can I just say this right off topic? At work, whenever something happens at work, I'll just randomly say a meme and like the new girl is like she gets them because she's into memes and then no one else it's just cricket noises otherwise and I'm like that's so fucking funny anyway why I'd find out why and then I'd tell her if it was a good reason if it was like good enough or not I wouldn't shame her however although this could be flipped this situation because I think when your friend gets a partner you end up becoming friends with a partner typically and you've kind of got loyalties to each of them do you know what I mean what I'd say is it's going to go full action do you know what I'd do I'd go eh, it's going to go blow up in your fucking face mate your husband or girlfriend or whatever you're, it's going to walk in on you getting absolutely railed <laughs> <laughs> The truth will out itself one way or another. And Although I'd say that there is no place at all for cheating. I have also watched Jeremy Kyle way too many times. Oh, I agree. But there is no place. If you do not enjoy the relationship that you're in, don't cheat. Break up with them. Then go off and, you know, yeah, have I an absolute wild time. Do but- that. I am also a bit of a chaos creator. I am actually joking, genuinely. I would also say just break up with them instead. But then, you know, some some couples like that shit, you know? Yeah, and those are the most unstable and toxic couples. No, but some of them say, like, you know, for us to stay together for the rest of our lives, you've got to go off and do your own thing a couple times every now and then. No, no. that's It's not a true relationship. Just split up. I agree. Split up. Break up. I agree. But, you know, that's what you'd have to work all of that out first. And then you'd have to calculate a plan. And if I've got to hide anyone in a cupboard every now and then then so be it (laughs) (laughs) joking what I would actually say is you do you bestie my couch is always free when you get booted out because it will happen and it will be deserved thank you is that really your agony aunt advice if you you want to cheat just do it no just do it no I'm just saying you can't control what other people are going to do I would I would strongly advise no but I will always be there for that person if it went wrong see I'm in a bit of a debate here I don't think I'd be able to support someone like that Yeah, but it depends. Like, I'm just like, thinking... I think even, even with years and years of friendship, I'd be like, no, sorry, I can't. My Jeremy Kyle bones are tingling. Yeah, I, I feel can't. like none of us would be <laughs> cheaters, though, but... We're not chaotic enough. I don't think I'm bold enough to Although, cheat on to someone. to be honest, we're talking about this as if, you know, we're, we're going to be able to pick up a partner at any time soon. We're still struggling in that department, it seems like. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I think it's now time to wrap it up for this week. If you are going to cheat, wrap it up. <laughs> Like a Christmas present with a bow and wow. everything. Mm. Are you proud of that one? I am, yeah. That was like quick-witted, that. If you want to support the podcast, you can do on Patreon for as little as a pound or Tegan. A $1.40. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the um, delay. Because <laughs> I, I, I wonder why it's said my name before. What? You're too busy crocheting. You can get access to exclusive content and early access as well. If you want to, you know, enjoy some of our TikToks that Ellie has been creating, Mm. you can do at GTNALT underscore podcast. If you want to follow the podcast, you can do at GTNALT podcast. If you want to follow Tegan, you can do where? On Twitter at basic LY under uh, slick. And if you want to follow Ellie, you can do... On Twitter at EllieHalt02. And if you want to follow me, you can do on Twitter at BogusPlague. So all of our details and links and whatever will be in the episode bio and the podcast bio. So go check that out. And yep, thank you everybody for joining us this week. And we will see you all next week. Good Bye! Bye. Bye. <laughs>
Oh, it's been what's one going of them, on? It's been one of them weeks, hasn't it, Bestie? Do you know what I mean? Are you yeah, okay? Are you feeling okay? <laughs> no. What a I'm week. Depressed. Oh, what, what a, a day. 